Hello, my dears. My name is Joanna and I welcome you to Johanna Takonis, the Deconstruction of CPDSD podcast. In this episode, we will talk about methods you can use in your everyday life. It has been years since we touched upon this and I felt like an updated version was long overdue. These are the things you can use the most and therefore important and extremely helpful. So let us talk about it. Before I get to the methods, I want to especially mention avoiding behavior. I will not list it as a recommended method because it makes matters worse. It is wise to avoid something if it comes up spontaneously or if it is temporarily or the like. But if you keep avoiding it, it will take more root and grow. That is why I usually recommend addressing triggers as soon as you can, which I know is easier said than done. Generally speaking, the most important thing is to try to keep your stress level as low as you can, as the lower the stress level, the fewer and more tolerable the symptoms get and the more room you have for errors. But that is always easier said than done, which is why it is usually the main focus for any method. Some causes grounding, but grounding is a specific method for me which I will get in an episode very soon. First, we talk about methods for everyday life, and then resource management. The methods for everyday life can be roughly translated to helping you relax, improve your life quality, and create a better staging point to counter your PTSD. All of them are suggestions that can help but depending on your life, they might not help or be viable. Maybe a variation of a method will help you better. Try, test and find out. We each find our own methods that work best for us. We have nine methods and after that we talk about the absolute crucial resource management. First. Breathing exercises or progressive muscle relaxation. They help you calm down and lower your stress levels. There are a lot of them on the internet and easily learned and accessible. Also very useful in case of panic attack, flashback or the like. Second, meditation or simply quiet time to relax and let your mind wander. That helps with reducing general stress level and processing bigger chunks than usually. Something that is also very helpful long after you are cured. Third, puzzles or the like. Apparently puzzles keep you busy and use a different part than your processing does. Same goes for other activities that keep your hands busy and mind free, help a lot during your healing process. You can find them on Steam for free. Fourth, journal. It is great for a lot of things, 
like it helps getting things out of your system. Maybe things you can tell anyone in your life. But it can be also great to look back and compare how far you've come. Or delete if necessary to be safe. Fifth, celebrate your successes. It does not matter how small they are or how hollow. Celebrating successes, doesn't matter if it's in a game for example, will give you that much needed reward feeling that your brain needs to stay motivated during the healing process. Sixth, have fun. You need dopamine to keep going and that comes from having a good time. I know you likely have a pile of work to do, but it might be wise to take a break and have some fun. It is going to be a long process. Breaks are important, as is joy. Seventh, social support. It is definitely the most important one, which makes it a bitter point for a lot of people. Isolation is a huge problem for many suffering from PTSD. Good news is, even online contact and chats are helping. Not as good, but still good. 8. Animal support. They help a lot. Especially dogs can help with the social isolation and support. Animals also require that they get taken care of, but in my experience it is more than worth it and can only recommend it. 9. Living a healthy lifestyle. This point is most likely a bit controversial, as many will struggle to eat or sleep or the like. But what remains true is to take good care of yourself and live as healthy and good as you can because you deserve it, and it will give you energy. Which leads us to the last point, and the one that is most important in my opinion. Tense, resource management. You likely have barely anything, and you are expected to go up against a very difficult and dangerous thing, which is sadly often how life works, the famous vicious circle. It also applies here, so do the rules that come with it. To beat the vicious circle, it is crucial that you learn to manage your limited resources as efficiently as possible. Work smart and not hard, but be very careful with shortcuts. Learn how to assess how much energy you have, what costs how much, what fills it, what drains it, and so on. You learn that while doing it, by constantly checking, assessing and maybe keeping record. It is helpful to have a list with priorities and deadlines so you don't waste energy trying to remember it all. Try, learn and find out. Everyone is different, but if you have questions, please let me know. That was it for today's episode. I hope you found it helpful. Hope you are safe and well. And, as always, if you have any questions or feedback and the like, please let me know at contactme at johannatakunas.com. 
More information and transcript you can find is usually under johannatakunas.com slash podcast slash and links are in the description. I hope to see you next time. Watch yourselves and have a wonderful time.